What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. It is episode 98. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up? What a time to be alive. What a time to be a golf podcaster. What a time to be able to just not like a bunch of rich guys who are taking dirty money. I, I Where do we start with all this, Riley? What a time uh, to be alive. So this is uh, Rory McIlroy's first win since you've been on the show. Rory McIlroy won... I mean, what do we even do? What a weekend. I, can't, I couldn't get over this weekend. If the PGA Tour could not have scripted that weekend any better. Charles Schwartzel nope. beats Henny Dookie in my pants, whatever that dude's last name was. <laughs> while the PGA Tour's Prince Charmings of Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy were both in the final group. Rory McIlroy ends up winning. They could not have scripted that better if they tried. Don't don't disrespect Big Tone like that though. And Big Tony, that was the I don't not the three biggest names in that field, um, but three of the what top five biggest names in that field all ended up in the final group. Maddie Fitzpatrick was right there. Shane Lowry was right there. The leaderboard looked like it wasn't the RBC Canadian Open. It looked like a Memorial leaderboard or like an Arnold Palmer Invitational leaderboard. It was loaded, and in a week where. What they they should play every tournament in Toronto, Toronto move the move the tour to Toronto. The fans there were awesome. <laughs> Toronto's like, lit. Just, they were going crazy. There was like lines down the street to get into the. I saw on Twitter yesterday to get into the, the event. Like they stormed eighteen green. Like there's all sorts of Ireland fans there singing and chanting. It was just like you said, it was perfect. Like Thursday when it started, it kind of felt weird. Like that whole live thing going on. Like the PGA tour is going on. And but by Sunday afternoon, it was it was great golf down the stretch. JT made like 19 birdies in a row. McElroy stumbled a little bit and then just came right back. It, it was the perfect day of golf after what I was like the most empty three days of golf at the live event. Yeah. So I guess we can talk about live a little bit before we get into the RBC Canadian Open. And then obviously it is U.S. Open week in Brooklyn, yes. Massachusetts. That's where you're going. That's why I'm doing this early. You got a big week ahead of your first major championship. Correct. 24 hours from now, I will be at the country club walking around, taking in, taking in the sights of the golf course. The golf course looks incredible. I've been seeing a bunch of early photos and videos this morning, and it looks insanely good. You better be very active this week on uh, social media, posting photos and videos and stuff. I'm going to be in the middle of every request. Yeah, of course. I'll do it just for you. I'll tag you in everything I post. Please do. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll read read to a few of them. Love that. So live, live. It was golf. It was um, a joke. Yes, it It, was terrible. It was a uh, it was just bullshit. If we're going to be completely honest, Charles Schwartz will beat Henny Duplisey or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. Big weekend, Brady. Big weekend. I mean, credit to him. He did win like two point something million dollars. Like pers- yeah. his life changed. I didn't know he was a person five days ago. I didn't know he existed on this earth. Correct. His life changed with that money. Granted, mm-hmm. murderers gave it to him, but yeah. he's got a couple Here's million you. dollars in the bank account now. It just that 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 event was just the worst thing of all time. I know, like their field's going to get better. Bryson committed, obviously. Patrick Reed committed. Obviously, mm-hmm. Pat Perez committed. Obviously, when you think about it, and aside from Pat Perez is a good guy, whatever. This league is just taking away all the scumbags we hated anyway. So right. it could be and a it's, good. Th- it's just it's cleansing the PGA Tour. Like it's like let's get all these scummy dudes out of here, and then we'll just have we'll just have all the really good guys left on the PGA Tour. That's what I wrote this morning on For the Win. I wrote uh, the headline was the, the PGA Tour should gleefully wave goodbye to all the soulless golfers that are going to live. Like there's no – we're not going to miss any of these guys that go over here. Pat, Pat, they're like, oh, they got Pat Perez. Like, cool, good guy. Can't remember the last time I saw him uh, uh, on TV on the weekend. Um, who else? Uh, Graham McDowell, like he's the 374th ranked player in the world. He's over there acting like he's like some really like really good golfer when he's a nobody. It's just a bunch of soulless, mediocre golfers who are going to play in these empty events and let them go. Fine. If you want to go, just go. If you, if you can sleep at night and that's what you want to do in your life, it's your choice. It's a scummy choice, but go do it. And uh, we'll just sit here and watch some really good golf with some of the best players in the world. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how anybody is like upset that Pat Perez is leaving. 
It's I don't I don't no. know if that man's ever had a, a golf shot shown on television. Like I've heard nothing no. but good things about the guy. Apparently he's a great seems guy. Like a nice guy. Whatever. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Whatever. I have nothing against Pat Perez aside from this decision. But like, who cares? Patrick Reed, the ultimate scum of the earth golfer. Who cares that he's leaving? Bryson DeChambeau. That was Christmas morning when I saw he yeah. committed to live golf that I don't need to see his stupid face every week on the PGA Tour. It couldn't have worked out better. Apparently, Bubba's leaving. Bubba hasn't been relevant since he won the Masters. Who cares about Bubba? And mm-hmm. he's notoriously kind of a dick. I don't know if he's going to end up going because he's like, you know, a Christian. He has adopted children. Apparently, those yeah. are two things that you just cannot do in Saudi Arabia. So that would be kind of a tough look for him to go over there. Matty Wolf is going, apparently, reportedly. He hasn't played golf since he won three years ago. He just he was like the runner up to Bryson at the US Open. He's forgotten how to play golf. I might be able to beat Matty Wolf if we played the same golf course tomorrow. It's just like I none of these people move the needle whatsoever. And sure, the names in the field might get a little bit more well known. The tour is going to be a joke unless they get people that can actually play good golf over there. And even if they can't play good golf, like they one uh, Schwarzel just won four point seven million dollars in a three day event. What was the best shot? What was, what was the most memorable shot from that three days? When Peter Uline beamed some guy in the asshole. Exactly. That's the only shot that comes out. <laughs> like somebody won four point seven million dollars, and there wasn't a meaningful moment in the entire tournament. Not one slash exhibition. There wasn't one meaningful thing, and like. That's that's the story of what live golf is going to be. It's an empty place where guys are going to go and play for a ton of money. Yes, life-changing money, huge money. But no one's going to remember it the day after it ends. No. You know, like in two months from now, when the live is like six events in, you'll go, remember who won the first one? You'll go, I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, who cares? We, we don't care about their bank accounts. Like Even if Bryson DeChambeau is in it and he's coming down the stretch with Dustin Johnson in a tournament, who gives a shit? Yeah, there's. It's, oh my God! It's, it's, which which one of these guys is going to win the four million? I gotta watch. I just don't it's think just it's ever going to happen like that. No, ever. and it's fake and it's inauthentic and it's like it's just empty. And you watch it, and I don't care that I watched it for a little bit. And one thing I learned quickly was nobody loves Jerry Fultz more than Jerry Fultz, the announcer. First of all, he is awful. Those awful. those I I was I was thanking my lucky stars we get to listen to Nick Faldo after listening to those guys talk on live on the YouTube <laughs> every, channel. Every place like every shot is like that is a great shot. All these guys are great golfers. These guys are the best. What we said here is great. We love it. wasn't last night's dinner great. We also it's like shut up. Jerry Fultz, you stink. In uh they said there's a couple a couple highlights I would like to touch on on what he said on on TV. He said that Sam Horsefield is one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the game. Uh I oh, I yeah. think he's ranked outside the top 150 in strokes gained off the tee 3 <laughs> years in a row. Um when it was announced that Patrick Reed was going to the Live Golf Tour, the first words out of his mouth were the fans love him. <laughs> no they don't. They just don't. That oh, he I'll might be the what. most hated player in golf, and the guy is trying to just Patrick Reed wash everybody that's watching on their channel. It's tough. Yeah, I, was, I mean, we have to watch it, tune into it. It's our job, so we tuned in for a little bit, and I, I couldn't take it. It was just like the nonstop, like we are changing this. Once the golf starts, it's just golf. <laughs> like, you can't really do anything to like, like, oh, they have a festival-like setting. I saw the video of like what they, you can do there. And some guy was riding like an exercise bike. And they're like, oh, we'd have face painting. Like, holy shit, you guys have face painting? Wow. F- fuck you, PGA Tour. They have face painting. Like, well, they try to make this whole thing up. And then once they tee it up, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just golf. And they're, they're trying to strive on this where – and all the players, I guess, which is very funny, Eamon tweeted it out. He somehow got a hold of this list that Live Golf oh, yeah. sent all Talking their points. Yeah, Live Golf sent all their players about like it's borderline a script. Like if you're posed a question about this, where the money's coming from, why why you're here, whatever. It's a script of what the players should say in response to certain questions, whatever. That's why when you saw all the interviews all week, everyone was saying the exact same thing. It's because they were given a script. They were given like a Bill Belichick script to everybody in here. And all of them were like, yeah, I made this decision, blah, 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 blessing for my family, which is the first thing out of their mouth, which is just like the biggest cop out of all time. The second one was exactly huge for the families. You guys weren't making million dollars before. That's awesome. You can finally eat eat now. You can find the food on the table. 
and then the other one was we're growing the game of golf. I want them to list one thing that they are doing that is growing the game of golf. There are they touching more places in the world than the PGA Tour? Maybe, but you know who's also like in Europe and playing all the time? The European Tour. You know who has probably stronger mm-hmm. fields than the one live golf we've seen so far? The European Tour, and they're packed every week. I don't understand where they're going to go. Like they're going to Portland next. The PGA Tour is yeah, just they, in America every week, pretty much. Like, what do you? Where are you uh, going? That you're you're touching kids that are like, what is this sport? You're not doing that. I yeah. don't. I don't get it. I, Riley, don't, I don't get it. What are you, t- Riley? I, I can't believe they're going to grow the shit out of the game in Portland this week or whenever they play. Yeah, there. Portland's yeah. going to be like this new golf mecca. They're going to grow golf out of trees up there. It's going to be yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, Oregon, a, a, very, a place that needs golf. They. I they think they go to like out there. They they go to like New Jersey. Jer- Get ready, Jersey. Golf is coming your way, baby. The game of golf is going to grow like you've never seen it. Gr- they go to Florida. Like, no one golfs in Florida. Like, wow. No one golfs in Florida. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, they have one event in Saudi Arabia. It's like, you're not growing the game over there. It's no. not It's not taking place there. Like, what, what do we, like, it's all so, like, and I watched the Graham McDowell feature. Did you watch his feature that Live Tour did for him? Yeah, wasn't it's it like a minute inside and a half of his house or whatever or yeah. something like that? It's like you want to go to the range. He's like, he starts. I was like, I live two minutes from the range, and he's like, Yeah. This is, he goes, This is what I live for, and he's practicing. He's like, I'm excited. He said, for this, this new is what chance. I live for. Yeah, oh, he goes, This is what I live for, and then he God. starts hitting. He starts hitting wedge shots on the range. So I'm like, Dude, you're the 374th ranked golfer in the world. Like, stop thinking like you're this unbelievable like. You got lucky. Like people are going to give you a ton of money to play this empty golf. That's what it is. Don't say this is what you live for. New challenges. New challenge should be trying to make a cut on the PGA Tour. It's something you rarely do anymore. Yeah, I, you. Your name is only known because you won one tournament. That's the only yeah. reason why you're at, at 2010 all. Two thousand ten U.S. Open is yeah. two thousand twelve. Twelve years ago, you won one tournament, and that's why people somewhat know who you are. And I did notice. I was keeping track on this over the weekend. Uh, he and Poulter. Um, I was keeping track of their social media posts. Poulter was pretty quiet on Instagram where he's normally very out there. Like he wasn't posting a lot about it because all the comments were like, you piece of shit, like enjoy the blood money. Like these guys, I feel like they live in their own bubbles and they're like, oh yeah, we'll just join this league. And like fans won't care all that much where no fans do care. And it's going to be really interesting to see what the fans of Boston do this week when these guys are out there. Let me tell you something for anybody that watches basketball. They know how the Warriors reacted to a little <laughs> shit talk after game three. Apparently, apparently screaming F you isn't allowed at sporting events anymore. Yeah, you got to you got to be thinking about the kids who are at a game that starts at 9 p.m. on Correct. a school night, Riley. Correct. And I, I tweeted this out in Boston. The kids are probably the ones chanting fuck you. That's what we yeah. do up here. That's what we do up here. Anyway, it's it's tough because this week you could not be going to a city that is just more open to just shitting down your throat. They don't care. They don't care. They'll get thrown out of that place. They don't care. And I can't wait for that. There's someone's going to yell something at Poulter or at uh, Phil. We'll get some stuff yelled at. I mean, I mean, these guys still have fans obviously, but there's, there's going to be guys who are just going to like try to like go for the joke, you know, and yell something out. And it'll be interesting. Poulter Poulter will kick somebody out. Poulter will kick somebody out. Actually, did he even make this tournament? Yeah, is he even in the U.S. In Open? Tournament. No. Is he not in the field? Because that would be very funny. Let me check it out. I fucking hate Ian Poulter. <laughs> but no, anyway, I was going to say, no. he's, he's not in it. That's awesome. That's sick. These were, the first, these were the first seven names on the leaderboard of the live event. Okay, here we go. And then I'm gonna yeah. and then I'm gonna rattle off the top ten of the PGA tour event just for fun because I think it's awesome. I must have tweeted this out three times on Saturday. The first seven names on the live leaderboard Charles Schwartzel, Henny Duplessius, Brandon Grace, Peter Uline, Sam Horsfield, Adrian Otiguai, Oliver Becker. Man. <laughs> some of those people even people those might be made up names those are like those <laughs> are like bot, those said? are like bots on twitter what, um, what was the last one you said oliver becker oliver a- becker adrian o o mm. tough 
they had they did some I was watching they had some feature on some one of the younger players there and they're like he's made the move and like they interviewed him and his parents and he's like this is a life changing moment and then they go show a highlight of him and he's he's putting in a two foot putt <laughs> like oh, yeah great putt like wow way way to go highlight Love team that. like ooh and then here just par baby here are just some of the names inside the top ten at the RBC Canadian Open Matty Fitz. Shane Lowry, Corey Connors, Sam Burns, Justin Rose, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Roy McIlroy. I'll take those guys anytime. I'm okay with that. My fear, like when the when the week began, I was like, man, the PGA Tour is, is in trouble. And they are in trouble. No, they're you know, absolutely they're in trouble. There's no way getting around it. They're in trouble. They're going against a, a government, a, fi- a financial system. That they have all the money, literally all the money in the world. They can spend $10 million on Pat Perez and not even blink. And so there's going to be more guys that go, but I have to think, and maybe I'm just being naive, but I have to think a lot of the younger good guys are seeing what's happening and saying like, you know, I'll side with Rory and JT and then side with those guys. Maybe that's naive. Maybe they're like, Hey, fuck that. I'll just go make $30 million. No, no, I think, I think you're right. Like guys, guys like Victor Hovland, guys like Colm Morikawa, they are. They look at the just the two guys at the top of the RBC Canadian Open, and they're like, "I'd much rather follow Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas into what's coming up than mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau." That's just yeah, what it is. So, and now reports are coming out like people are are all of a sudden not afraid about talking about a couple guys. Like apparently, Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed are just absolute scumbags, and that's what? coming. That's no. coming from inside the locker room guys right. are like oh these guys are gone now we can talk about them these guys fucking suck so yeah i don't know it's going to be very interesting and i think that that helps obviously you'll get the scumbags that just want the money and it, it, me and me and another uh golf week employee was talking about this because mm, um, golf week employee yep shout out todd todd we were, we were talking about the casual golf fan, right? Because we all saw comments on Twitter or whatever that they're like, no competition is good for the PGA tour. Why wouldn't these guys make the move? Because it's so much money. If they offered you this much money, you would make the change immediately. I'm not a hundred percent sure that casual golf fans like know where this money is coming from. No, it's coming. And they're like, Oh, it's awesome. There's no commercials on this stream. We can just watch a bunch of golf. There are no commercials on that stream because no advertisers want to pay to Why be connected to a government that killed 81 people ago, 81 people a couple March. months ago, a couple months mm-hmm. ago, killed a journalist from the Washington Post, I believe. Yes. Like, it's just treat women like absolute garbage. I could go on and on and on. Their one goal is to sports wash this country so they can do business further down the road. They don't want to make money in this. They no, have they enough. They have more money about they God. They don't want they don't care about making money. They care about lightening their future so they can make more money in a couple in a few years when the, everyone's like oh man look at this league that they're doing saudi arabia not bad i don't think casual golf fans understand that that this is just no. coming from the worst people on the planet and i don't think casual golf fans are gonna like they're casual for a reason they're not gonna go out of their way to track this down and be like oh i can't wait i gotta watch this today because dustin johnson could win four million bucks this is great let's see if you can win four million dollars so I just I don't know. They can keep bringing on these guys. They can and and if you want to go, go. The PGA Tour is going to move on. But also, the PGA Tour needs to not put Jay Monahan on TV anymore. Did yeah, they got to get that guy off yesterday? TV. They got to get him horrible. off TV. He looked like someone threw like it looked like a kid who someone threw like the his big brother's suit on him, and he's on there, and he's just like can't even talk. He looked like he was going to cry the whole time. And then he was like just all over the place with really non answers. He was, it was a bad look for him. So keep him off TV, let Rory and Justin and all those guys do all the talking with their games. It's a, it's a a good product. Do you think the, uh, do you think the players like really like Jay Monahan? Like, do do you think he's good at his job? No, I bet you they can see right through him. You think so? He has a sense of like, you know, you've ever had a boss where you're like, all right, that boss doesn't really deserve to be the boss. Yeah. hundred percent. They got, they got Trey. They got just kind of like, Pushed up the ladder and all of a sudden they're there and you're like, all right, yeah, I, I mean, I got to respect you because you're my boss, but like we all know you, you stink at your job. Right. No, I 100% I think that's agree. probably with, with Jay. 100%. And he was like, I talked to a lot of the players individually. Like he had talks with DJ and all that. And they were just like, yeah, cool, man. See you later. I'm going to go play, play over here. Right. 
What a scummy league. Well, I'm done talking about Liv. Hopefully, we don't really have to talk about them that much. Obviously, with news of different players going over there, we'll talk. Just mention it. Bryson's yeah. leaving. Patrick Reed's leaving. Whatever. But I'm I'm done with. We that can't shit. totally ignore. I mean, we can't totally ignore it. Like, no, 100. Like, well, no, no, giving no. it life. But it's like it's it's a major goddamn thing that's happening in the sport. So if you don't, you got to talk about it. Yeah, 100. percent So whatever. Uh, RBC Canadian Open. Rory won. We already mentioned it. And I think Sunday was a great little, it was ridiculous. I think Justin Thomas was seven under through 11 yesterday, and he did not gain a stroke on Roy McIlroy. It was ridiculous golf coming from the final group. Unbelievable golf. And I was watching it thinking about you and like the ups and downs because Rory had that three stroke lead midway through the back nine. And then all of a sudden, it was a one-stroke lead. I'm like, if he blows this one, like this is the full-on Rory experience. Like he can't blow this one. If he blew that one yesterday, like with everything that's going on with the with the live and everything, like that would have been just crushing. So I'm glad that he was. And not only did he win it, like he came back and just was firing at the pins. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, he makes he makes bogey on 16, and he went to the 17th tee box tied with Justin Thomas, who. As we know from the PGA Championship, JT is one of those guys when he gets into the situation, he usually gets laser focused locked in and he's going to win that golf tournament. And on 17, Rory hit a 370 yard drive, stuffed a wedge from 130 yards to two feet when Justin Thomas made bogey. (laughs) And that was it. Yeah. Yep, took yeah, took one hole. Birdie, birdie after that seventeenth hole, and just shut the door. And, yeah, and, and then on, on eight, and then on eighteen, he stuffed it to four feet. He's like, "This is over." With all that, all those people, everyone waiting to see what he's going to do, and he just stuffed it. It was just, it was great to see. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. He's uh, the one criticism of Rory always is his wedge game. Everybody's like, "Man, the dude can't hit a wedge." If he could hit a wedge, Sunday would be would happen two to three times a week. Because on Sunday he had his he could hit wedges and that's what happens when he hits three hundred and thirty yards down the middle every time and can hit a wedge to five mm-hmm. feet, it, he would shoot sixty five every fucking day. So hopefully yeah. that is a step in the right direction with his wedge game at least. And then he had that comment at, right afterwards about Norman. You know, like it's my twenty first PJ. Someone has twenty. I, really, I was really fired up to beat him. Like, just, he's the best. Rory is perfect. Yeah, he's, he's the perfect. best. He's the best. Right after his win, seconds after his win, he's like, "Yeah, I knew one guy had twenty. I had to get past him." Like, and you knew terrific. as soon as he walked over to Amanda, you knew that was the first thing coming out of his mouth. Like, he knew that he was going to say that. He's like, "Oh, I'm about to bury yeah. Norman right on national." <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's he's of the type like when he's fired up right now. He's he's emotional. He's he's loving what he's, he's got some fire to him. Like that's what we've always wanted from Rory, right? Over the years, it's like, did he lose that fire? And uh, I feel like this whole situation and him, it really not just becoming you know a winner for the twenty first time, but becoming the leader of the tour. Like he is the leader of the tour now. It's his yeah, tour. it's his tour now. Yeah, Ty, obviously, he's not afraid like- to speak out on it. He's, when he speaks out, he speaks out thoughtfully. You know, not reactive, but he, when he talks, you listen to what he has to say. And this tour is in his hands now. And, you know, it's going to be better for the tour for the other players. Yeah, it's um, with Tiger away from the game most of the time, like going forward, he's probably only going to play, what, four or five times a year, maybe. Rory McIlroy is just the guy on the PGA Tour now. Like when someone has a a question about the PGA Tour, Rory's going to be the face of it. It's just what it is, which is great because I don't think a league could get a better face than Rory McIlroy. He just does yeah. everything that somebody would want out of somebody. And if you had just like a yes man who was the number one player, best player on the tour, you know, like who was just what didn't want to get into things, be like, oh, I don't want to say that I just played really well today. Like, like DJ. it would suck. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> if you had like a Bubba or like someone like that just doesn't want to say anything, like it, like DJ, it, it's, it's great that McElroy is not afraid at all to speak his mind and to do it on the 18th green right after. Like he sent a message to the rest of the tour too of like, Hey, fuck these guys. You know, we're fine. Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. It was awesome. And he became, and this is, it's just crazy because he hasn't won a major in four or four years, eight years. And you kind of think like, Oh man, young Rory was, was really good. And he just hasn't played that well since then, whatever he's done pretty much. Everything in golf aside from a major, he has two FedEx Cup. He's won the players. He's won a bunch of tournaments, whatever. He became the f- only the 15th player in the history of golf in the uh, 
20, 20 PGA Tour wins, four majors. Isn't that crazy? Damn. Yeah. The twenty, the twenty-four club is fifteen guys. Jeez, it's insane. It's a good club, good club to be a part of. Yeah, that's okay. And then I think twenty-one plus PGA Tour wins, including four plus majors, before turning thirty-four. Six guys: Rory, Tiger, Tom Watson, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Byron Nelson. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good list, I think. Sorry, you just froze. You just froze right there. Did we're I back. freeze? We're back. Okay, yeah, cool. We're, we're back though. I got you there. Okay, cool. Did you hear my cool stat or no? It was something about thirty-four six-year-olds or something like that. Um, <laughs> Byron <laughs> Nelson, Byron Nelson, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Tom Watson, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy. 21, 21 wins, four majors before thirty-four. Damn, it's pretty good. Damn, yeah, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good. Will name there be, be another there. major? Do you have another major coming up in him this week? Yeah, yeah. If we don't have anything else from the uh, from the RBC, we have a pretty freaking big week this week. Well, one one last thing about the RBC. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Just- <laughs> <laughs> needs, needs a par on 18 to shoot 59. Needs a par on 18 for- to shoot 59. Doesn't even need to birdie 18. He needs a par. He waits for the green to clear for a while. I guess he had a long wait. I think he was in the fairway too. And he just from the middle of crushes the it over, over the green. Then chips up two putts for 60. Oh, what was worse is his reaction was just like borderline heartbreaking. He hit it. He hit it and borderline just waved goodbye. He's like, oh, my God, that is so far over the green. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. And like he had all that time to stand there and be like, "Okay, I just got to put this on the green two putts. I got 59. No, no, no. That was phenomenal. It was awesome. Did he did he have three eagles in his last round? Three eagles in that final round yesterday. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Three eagles. Imagine three eagles in a round. Good God. How many, how many times? Did you see how many times that's happened? I can't imagine no. that's happened that many times. Three eagles in one round? No. That's got to be like an all-time record. He three went. eagles. He holed out on the very first hole. That'll help. That'll do it. He made a 30-footer for Eagle on 11 and a 7-footer for Eagle on 15. 7-footer for Eagle. Oh, that's a nice little putt there, a little 7-footer for Eagle. Yeah, a 270-yard just dime to 7 feet. I wish I could do that. Made himself a lot of money on Sunday. Mm -hmm. He jumped up. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be saying goodbye to Justin Rose soon. Yeah, Justin Rose feels like a guy that would uh, go. But again, another like another name everyone knows, but another name yeah. that's like been a, irrelevant since he finished runner up <laughs> yeah. at the Masters. Like he hasn't no done anything. No one's going out of their way to watch Justin Rose. Correct. Like who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but we'll see. What an unreal tournament. We got the US though. Open. Yeah, it was a great tournament. That course was amazing. Old school course. Of, it had real feels of uh, Brookline, like just the old school, you know, fairways and hills and little greens so it's got it's got me fired up for this week yeah it was the perfect and i texted you about it It, it's the perfect it was the perfect warm-up course for the country club yes yeah same around right around the same distance the country club is a little longer but like tight fairways excuse me really hard greens long rough it was perfect but yeah the u.s open at the country club is this week first thoughts are you excited I'm very excited. Uh, we talked a little bit about last week of like watching the videos of um, from No Laying Up and the Fried Egg and or, or Golf Digest to the videos of the course because like it's it's not a course that I remember all that well. And after watching it, uh, I can't wait to see like seeing some videos already of like uh, one fairway that someone dropped a ball and it rolled down the fairway like down into like you know you can land in the middle of the fairway and go down into the rough, but like just the makeup of all these greens is you know the small greens and not a lot of not a lot of uh, room to miss left or right on these greens and the fairways are going to be tough to hit. Like it's just going to be a very fun weekend of week of watching the best in the world, try to play a very difficult golf course. Yeah. So one of the, I think it's, I forget 
what hole it is. It's a par four. It's like 460 or 470 yards. But if you hit your tee ball 270 yards, it repels off a hill and it just goes in a pond. So you have to hit a tee <laughs> shot that's like 240, 250 yards. And it just completely takes driver out of your hand. And then you got to hit like a uh, like a five or a four iron into a, one of these tiny greens. This golf course yeah. is going to be so awesome. God, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to look beautiful on television. I'm jealous that you're going to be there in person. Yeah. So for anybody wanting more knowledge of the golf course and see it a little bit more in depth, um, I think Digest did like a whole flyover just drone pretty much the whole time i know gabe our boy gabe did a bunch of stuff that's coming out this week i think he did hole Mm -hmm. by hole so that'll be coming out at some point the fried egg did a great one with gil hance who did a uh, restoration he uh apparently over the years the greens have really shrunk and it took away a lot of the pin locations and they were just really really small so his team went in there and expanded them back to what they looked like when the golf course originally opened got some pin locations mm-hmm. back in the greens look fantastic it is actually kind of funny because when you drone it you can see the old line of the greens it's almost like there's an inner ring on all the greens because that's where the old ones yeah. were and then the new grass you can see and expanded it's very cool and then no laying up did a hole by hole they just play the whole golf course and you can see the tee shots fairway shots and putts so really good stuff from all the yeah. uh, from the YouTube community out there, it's just week. got that old school New England vibes to it. That it is the most New England golf course you'll ever see in your entire life, and it's amazing. And then what's like what's what's with all those like buildings? There's like like a little like you got the clubhouse, and there's like a couple other buildings around like inside the grounds, where it just looks like it's own, its own little town. Yeah, it's like a town square. There's like a tennis club in there or something. It's it's very strange. I'm I'm kind of excited to see it tomorrow. It's going to be like yeah, yeah, like you said, a little town center, and then the golf course. Per- and Brookline is right outside of Boston, very wealthy town, very, uh, very old school town. Um, so I've never been able I, I went to college northeastern in Boston, lived in Boston for many years and I've never been able to step foot in there. So, yeah, you very, get to do it, Riley. Yeah, very close to Boston. I have to park uh, for the media shuttle. I park at B.C. tomorrow. So like right Ooh. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. BC. And then um, the media media gets to go to the Sox game tomorrow night. So that's fun. What? Hell yeah. They bought the Man, what a life you have. Though, hooked us up with a bunch of tickets. Hell yeah. You're throwing out the first pitch too? I wish. No, I dude, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't I don't know where the last time I threw a baseball. That would be rough for me. Yeah. That'd be rough for me. I couldn't do that. Well, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right, man. The golf course, the country club of Brookline. Or just the country club. Mm-hmm. Par 70, 7,264 yards. Uh, key stats for the week, pretty much it's a U.S. Open, so you hit fairways. Especially around this this place, the greens are absolutely tiny, so you just have to hit fairways. It's just what you have to do. There's water around. There's a lot of hazards. The fescue is brutal. It's going to be it's going to be whoever lights up the driver is going to be is going to be near the top, which is awesome. And then this golf course forces a lot of long iron. So we're going to be looking at guys with good proximity from 175 to 200 ish, maybe even 225, because it's going to be a lot of five irons, a lot of four irons, a lot of six irons this week. Uh, Getting into the odds, I get a really big list this week just because it's a major. I'll just go over the top 10. Roy McIlroy is now the betting favorite at plus 900. Not that surprising after last week. And number uh, number two is Justin Thomas at plus one thousand. So those two guys after the Canadian Open are one two on the betting odds list. World number one Scotty Scheffler is at twelve. John Rahm is at thirteen, and then Shane Lowry, Jordan Spieth, Cameron Smith, Patrick Cantlay, Matt Fitzpatrick, Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa are all at plus two thousand. Yep, and then um, Saudi DJ is plus three thousand. Saudi DJ. Saudi I DJ. heard he was the first one out today this morning for uh, the practice round. Yeah, you know who actually played yesterday was uh, Phil. Uh, Beardy Phil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at the odds right now, and uh, it's, it's uh, Jordan Spieth. I think this is a big week for Jordan Spieth too. Like he can really join JT and and Rory and be like the you know the third face of this tour. And if he comes out and says in his press conference, you know the stuff that JT and Rory have been saying, be public about it. Um, he can just even become more of a U.S. golf hero. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Just in the public eye, this is a big week. His press conference. People love Spieth, right? Yeah, people, people love, love Spieth. Spieth. Right, and if he's so, he's he's an every man. He's fun to watch. Ups and downs. 
you know, his ups are awesome. His downs are very public on the golf course. So it'd be cool to see him come out and be like, yeah, fuck off. This is what we're doing forever. PJ tour. Yeah, if he, it, yeah, exactly. If he comes out, he joins JT and Rory. If he comes out a little indifferent, that wouldn't be the greatest look for him. I don't think. No, uh, I don't think in a million years. I don't think he would go play for Live. I think he's definitely a PGA Tour guy, but I guess I could be wrong. I don't know. He just. I can't wait to watch Spieth work his way around this golf course. He's yeah. going to put himself in spots that are going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, and he's going to get himself out of it. Like he and Greller are just going to have some amazing conversations. Uh, and you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to see speed get back there and win another major. And this would be a, uh, oh no, he needs the PGA, right? Does he need the PGA for a career grand slam? A yeah. He won the U S yeah, he won the open yeah, chambers yeah. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. DJ choked it. What's new? Yeah. That's what he does. I'm trying to look up the, the, um, interview schedule real quick. Phil is later today. We're gonna we're, we're yeah, just Phil, missing. Phil's at one. one. Yeah, Phil's at one. He's, uh, I feel like he's not gonna say anything. Like he's gonna keep saying like I'm not I'm not I'm not talking publicly about this or that anymore. Yeah, hundred. He's like I talked all about it at my press conference in uh, London last week. Yeah. It's like, well, no one heard you. Good, so can you say that again? Yeah, I agree. But also here, there's like no Greg Norman to push you out of the press room like they did to uh, Shipnuck. Shipnuck. Yeah. True. Yeah, that is. <laughs> They're going to have to answer questions and field questions. Yeah, which I love. Yeah. Love that. Uh, I was I was looking up the interview schedule, but I can't find it. So um, moving. Yeah, on. That's all right. What is um? what's the what's the first what's the first guy that you that? You, oh, wait, I forgot to ask. Did you end up taking Tony in your season long thing last week? I did. Yes. Yeah, that's a great week for you. Nice. His put on eight, his put on 18 was gigantic. Hell yeah. So what you got? It's uh, Right around Nine, a million, nine hundred, like forty-eight thousand. Nice. We got a lot of we got a lot of room to make up, but that uh, that that helps. So yeah, that's a got, step in the right direction. We like that. If we win that, I mean, if we win, the, if we pick a winner this week, the Open, then, you know, it's going to a couple million bucks. So you know, there's a lot of golf left to be played. In my family. yeah, that would be yes, a huge back-to-back week. Going Tony and then getting the U.S. Open would be huge. And then yeah, in the Open and the majors, we get to pick two guys. So I got to figure out. Two guys. To oh, take. that's interesting. Like, do you take two like studs, yeah, do you take or do studs? you go like a stud and? Hmm. What was the last one? The PGA Championship. I went uh, Scotty and Rory, uh, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> oh Scotty no! Screwed was it? No, it wasn't Rory. Was it? It was. No, it was because yeah, you were like, I get yeah. to root for Rory this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scheffler misses the cut, so you go, you two big guys. So yeah, that's a play of like you go big and then you pick the cake. Like a flyer, kind of like in the middle that could uh, could make noise, and if they win, then that helps. You know, less people to take them, the more that helps you. So, right, because that's interesting. Now we're doing this. We're doing this all a day early, so I'm still like trying to figure out. Right, you got some. You got some time, but I didn't even think about that. Like, if you go two superstars and one of them wins, like a bunch of other guys are probably also going to win. So, is it worth taking yeah. a shot on a lesser lesser and guy? You get just to this because point in the you get to this point in the middle of later of the season where like if you need to make a move, you got to start thinking like I can't pick the same guys everyone's going to pick because even if I win, I don't make up any kind of ground. Right. So you got to start thinking a little bit more about it. But I'm looking at the names right now. And this is the name I like with everything going on. I've totally forgotten about him, and we shouldn't have uh, Will Zalatoris. Yeah, he is the first name on my list. Yeah, it's a right? it's a major at a hard golf course. It's it Will Zalatoris should be the first name that comes to mind. Right. There's a name next to him, Sam Burns. Like he almost he turned it on yesterday. Almost made a run there. Like yep. when he's hot, he's hot. Uh, I love. I like. I told you last week about Big Tone. Like when he goes on these runs where he's like really good, he's always the top ten kind of player. So you know, I can see him being right up there again. But uh, I think we yeah, have we have to start with Zal Torres. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off his major record since the start of the 2021 season. Ready? Yeah. Second, T six. I think this is I'm going backwards. So second is the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Okay. Second, T six. WD because he got hurt at the open. If you remember that at um, Royal St. George's, I think it was his oh, back yeah. or his wrist or something. I forget what got hurt, but he had a WD after the first round. He missed the cut at the U S open at Torrey Pines, which I always thought was weird. Cause then like a couple yeah. months later, he almost won the farmer's insurance open T eight second T six U S open at Wingfoot. 
<laughs> Damn. So the kid, the kid. you take the WD away because it's not his fault he got hurt. He missed. No. When he makes the cut, he finishes T8 or better. Yeah. He's ridiculous. Think, yeah, he's ridiculous. And the way he played down the stretch of the PGA was fantastic. Everyone's saying this, he's going to be the next young guy to win his first major. and I don't see why he can't do it here at Brooklyn. Yeah, I think I think this is a great spot for him. He just he controls the way. This is going to sound really weird, but he he I I feel like he plays golf. He plays golf a lot smarter than a lot of guys. Like when it's a five hundred yard par four, he's just trying to hit the middle of the green. Like you know, he mm-hmm. picks his spots better, and I think that's why he competes in major championships because it's just about hanging around in majors. If you can avoid bogeys, that's how you find the top of the leaderboard just hits it in the middle of the green. If he makes a 25 foot putt, he makes a 25 foot putt and the greens are really small around here, which also plays into mm-hmm. will. Cause he's one of the more accurate guys with irons. So if he's hitting a bunch of greens and he doesn't have to chip a bunch, that's huge advantage for him. So I love, I think just mentally, mentally, it's just, he's built for these things, right? Exactly. All the success he's had, like he loves to compete. He loves these big stages. He's not afraid of it. So yeah. And he, he just turned in a top five at the Memorial a couple weeks ago too. So it's, it's not like that PGA championship was a flash in the paint. Like he's just playing really good golf. So yeah, they got him plus 3000 to win on uh, Tipico, which I love. And I know yeah. everybody's a little worried about his putting stroke. I I'm not, I, I know no, like everyone likes to make fun okay. of it. He almost, he almost won the masters on one of the hardest greens in America. He mm-hmm. just finished in the top 10 at the masters again. Southern Hills was hard as shit on the greens. He went into a playoff. Huge putts. He seems to have that little nervy, yippy stroke kind of dialed in. He's like, this stroke is going to be terrible, but I have it it dialed in. I'll just make the putts. Exactly. Yeah. It looks terrible, but I know it's going to look terrible, so it's fine. Yeah. He's like, no big whoop. I know it's going to be bad, but it's going to go in. I I can't think of a putt in a big tournament that he missed that cost him the tournament. No. Nothing. In a major, at least. Yeah, in a major, no. I get farmer's insurance open. He missed a yeah, couple down the stretch, farmers, but yeah, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I love Will. I love this. I love Will. So your guys plus 8,000 to win down here in the middle. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau. My guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, where, did, where did, uh, where did, oh no, he didn't play in London. Never mind. I was going to say, where did no. he finish? But. We have what did we see? We saw him for the first time, right? At the uh, was it the memorial where he played? Uh, yeah, and he shot plus a thousand and missed the cut. Right. Which I just those are those are those are things you just love to see. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the Boston crowd is going to have some fun with Bryson. I'm going to have. Oh God, sometimes so. like I love that I'm covering it as a media person, but man, oh man, would I had some fun with Bryson if I wasn't in media. Uh. Yeah, there's. Who do you who who do you like? Well, Will's the fir- one of my first names. It would be um, inappropriate for me not to ride with my guy because I think he has a great of chance of winning this week. Yeah, Rory. I, I I think Rory. I don't know what. I don't think Typico has position plays live on their app yet. I think Rory McIlroy top ten this week is about as big of a lock as you could possibly get. I just think he's playing they way too it. good. He's oh, are they up now? Yeah, he's plus one thirty. Yeah, that's a that's about as big 10. as yeah, that's a lock. And I just think, like we were talking about earlier, I think St. George's was kind of the best warm up to the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Course wise, he's just playing really good golf. I think this live thing is motivating him a little bit, which I love to yep. see. I do really think it's like kind of kicked him in the ass a little bit that all these guys are are leaving the PGA tour. He's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So I love Rory. And then he's finished in the top 10 at the US Open three straight years. I think it was T9 three years ago, T8 two years ago, T7 last year. So he's continuing to get better at the US Open. He's just his last, since missing the cut, the Valero, he's gone second, fifth, eighth, T18 win. So he's just playing really good golf. And the fans up here are going to love him. So I think he's just going to vibe. I love Rory. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. I like um, Big Tone plus 300 for a top 10. 
I like that. I think Big Tone is going to be there. I think Big Tone's going to be in the mix there. I think so too. I think exactly what you just said. I think when when Big Tone's riding a heater, you ride Big Tone. Mm-hmm. His swing is so like compact. Like there really isn't a lot of room for things to go wrong. And once it gets good, once he gets it dialed in, like I think he, he's pretty. He's he's very very good. Yeah, and the putter looks better in Canada too. Yeah, that put on 18 that he hit yesterday, that downhill. Like, we saw JT's and we saw Rose's chip earlier. Like, we saw that roll, like, 20 feet past the pin. Like, he, like when he hit it, like, I was like, I don't even think that's going to get, like, halfway there. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going and going. It was just a beautiful putt. So yeah, it was awesome. So, he comes into this weekend with a ton of confidence and an extra $948,000, which must be nice. Yeah, that would be, that would be fun. Yeah. Big tone. Love it. Yeah, it is very funny. Apparently, like over the last month, I feel like I've just been saying the same names. But eventually, I I, I don't want to say like eventually they're all going to win, but they're just playing really good golf, like top twenty bets, top ten bets. The next one, Shane Lowry. He just yep. keeps playing good golf. Like he never had a chance to win this week or in Canada, but another top ten for Shane Lowry. He just he's playing good golf. If you can get him at a good number for a top twenty at the U.S. Open, I think that's also another good one. Uh, he's made the cut. He hasn't finished great, but he's made the weekend in six of his last seven U.S. Opens. He's a major champion. He tied for second at Oatmont in 2015, 2016. So he's been there at a U.S. Open before. I think this golf course fits him a little bit better. It's a little bit shorter, which I think is good for him. He has one of the best short games on tour. I think he's number first in scrambling percentage, so he can avoid bogeys. Um, I think this is. I think this is a good course course for Shane Lowry. I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to see that? what he is on Tipico. I still don't have position plays, I don't think. Unless I got to reload it. We got. Oh, I there. We I haven't talked it. about Homa, too. I think I think Homa's. I'm looking forward to seeing how Homa plays. I want to see him play. I want to see Max Homa contend in a major. That would be fun. I'm um, with you. Yeah, Shane Lowry's plus 125 for a top 20. So that'll be one of mine. But I, I, I like Max this week, I think. Mm hmm. He's, yeah, just, he's coming in hot. He played what? He had a top uh, five finish, T5 finish at the Memorial. Uh, one, what, last month? Three wins this year, two wins this year? T5 at the Memorial, top 25 at the Charles Schwab, top 15 at the PGA, and a win at the Wells Fargo. Finally made his first cut at a major championship at the Masters. No, not first cut. What hasn't he done in a major? Why am I blanking on that stat? Top 10 in a major? Is that what he's waiting for? No, I don't know. I forget, but I don't know. I think this golf course also fits Max. Just yeah. ball striker. I like how he said on uh, social media, I think it was yesterday, that he spent the week grinding in Scottsdale where it was 110 degrees, you know, and he's like, but that's good, you know, to go through, you know, that hell, hellish heat practicing gets you ready to go through like the hellish challenge of playing in the U.S. Open. So mentally, physically, he's he's got everything going for him coming in this week. Which I love. Yeah. Some of what, these here's other- one name now. Here's a name that you like to sprinkle in there because he usually has higher odds now. Um, this is a guy that I wouldn't even think to, to bet on any more majors. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's won a bunch of majors. Oh, Brooksy? Yeah. Yeah. He's a non-factor in my, in my mind. Until I mean, until he shows he's not, he is. He hasn't been a factor now for a while. For let me look up his. I'm doing a lot of research mid show, but that's that's kind of what we're working on here. Yeah, we're do, we're working on a Monday right now. And we're usually on a Tuesday, so everything's pushed up. Everything is pushed up. Got to do it for the Brooksy. He's coming off his big wedding with Ludacris performing at his at his wedding. That's got to help him a little bit. Yeah, the vibes are high in the Kepka household. He's did uh, did Ludacris. Jenna did Jenna change her last name? Do you think, or do you think she kept it for like her social media purposes and stuff? Oh yeah. In this day and age, you can't change if you if you got I don't a think high you can change it. on Insta. I don't think you can change it. Oh, Amanda Balionis, she changed her name to Amanda Renner. Notice that is it is it hyphened? Did she do the hyphen thing? No. Oh, no, she straight up changed out. it. Good cool. for her. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. That's good for her because I think because uh, Paulina is still Paulina Gretzky, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Should have been de- Dustin. Dustin Gretzky. Gretzky. We talked about that. You Stop, have to take that last name. On. That is just. How do you not take that last that is name? The stupidest move. Could have been to a Gretzky. Take that. Yeah, tough. So rattling off uh, Brooks's finishes this year. We'll just go. We'll. Ju- he played well at the match play, but let's just go 
straight up stroke play events. T55 at the PGA. And that's pretty much because he played one good round. He might have came in last of everybody that missed the cut or, or made the cut if he didn't play okay on Friday. Uh, missed the cut at the Masters, seven, 275s. A random T12 at the Valspar. Missed the cut at the Players. T16 at the Honda. Missed cut at the Genesis. He played actually well at the Phoenix Open, but he always plays well at the Phoenix Open, T3. And missed the cut at the Farmers. Missed the cut at the Masters too, right? You said that? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know until he shows us that he's going to, he's going to do something at a decently big tournament. That isn't a tournament that he's won a bunch at the Phoenix open. You can't really, cause I fell into that trap at the PGA. I'm like, I can't believe I can get mm-hmm. capital at plus 4,000. You got to take yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. It's just, yeah. it's just until he shows that he's going to play some decent golf. And I do It's weird. Maybe he's vibing off the wedding. Maybe he's in a really good mood. Who knows? But I don't know until he shows me that he's he's back in form and is going to compete again. I, I don't think I'm going to touch him. What about Dustin Johnson? No, I, I I have a I have officially declared even in major championships I will not be betting on anybody that plays for live. Ooh, I'm also like I'm morally I'm morally like that. Oh, I like it, man. Yep, a man of the people. Man of the people. I'm not what touching anybody that plays for live. What a goddamn hero! Mm-hmm. American hero. We need more people like you out there, Riley. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, this is very funny because we haven't said his name one time. He's defending champion. What about what about John Rahm? Right or the world number That's one, Scotty the- Scheffler? <laughs> Man, John Rahm is the biggest enigma of them all. I think like he's like he's entered the season on fire. Couldn't lose. He was just always in the top fives. And I just feel like he's just like he's not even he hasn't been in any kind of live talk. He hasn't been in any kind of PGA tour talk. And you know, he hasn't won a he hasn't won a world. He hasn't won a real PGA tour event since the US Open. Right. He won a corn fairy tour event in Mexico. Yeah. So but also like he's won a lot and like it's only been a year since that event. And I don't know. Feel I feel like Rom is the often forgotten guy in this tour. Even though he's the number two player in the world, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see. I would like to see him come out too and be pro PGA Tour. Uh, just to be have some sort of stance on this on this subject. So it's going to be uh, very interesting to see the press conferences this week because I think you're going to get a very good vibe on who's leaving and who's staying. Right, I think because. I hate that we're getting back on this live shit, but when DJ and Bryson came out with their like statements back in the PGA tour, it was like, well, those are kind mm-hmm. of bullshit. You know what I mean? Those yeah. kind of seem forced, like they needed to do it or whatever. You always kind of had a feeling about those guys. I think this is way different. Like if someone comes out vocally sounding very indifferent about it, I think you can pretty much bank them in for going over there. Like Ricky. Yeah. Ricky was interviewed after his uh, qualifier for the U.S. Open. He's like, oh, I'm keeping my options yeah. open. It's very interesting, the opportunity. It's like, well, dude, just commit now. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, if you weren't going, yeah. you would say, fuck that. Yeah, so golf-wise, Rom, uh, when he went in Mexico two, two months ago, um, is a beast when he's on. I would love to see him in contention. Scheffler, we always like just forget about Scotty Scheffler every week, right? Mm-hmm. And he's pretty goddamn good. Golfer. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> you know? So there's just a lot like that's and not to stick on that live stuff, but like that's why like part of the frustrations with all that is there's so many good golfers. Like we want, I want them all in the same place playing Correct. together for something good, right? And so I would love to see Scheffler, Rom, Rory, Jordan, all the all the good guys play well this weekend. So Rom finished T27 at the Masters, T48 at the PGA. So he hasn't had a great major year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch Rom. Uh, I don't think no. he's played. Uh, he had a top ten at the Memorial, which is gr- I mean, great finish, but whatever. I don't think I'm going to touch him. Um, I don't think I, I, this sounds ridiculous because he keeps doing it, and like at some point, he's just going to win a lot. But like Ooh. in my mind, Scotty Scheffler has won too much already this year. Like I'm not going to bet on him again. But right, like he he's just win this week, you know what I mean? Everyone that's says what, that. But yeah, yeah. 
We all said that going into the Masters. Yeah, that's exactly what I said at the Masters. I'm like, man, he's won three in a row. I'm not fucking betting on him. And then he won. And then he he four-putted and still won the Masters on Sunday. Yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) That's how big his lead was. That's just how stupid my head is. Um, (laughs) Can I tell you who's not going to win of the big names and might miss the cuts because he stinks? But he doesn't. Oh, he no, 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 no. I'm not using that because now he'll win. No, he's great at golf. He's a fantastic golfer. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is is the biggest no oh, show yeah. in major tournaments of all time. He won't win. He's he's forgettable. Uh, who else won't win? Looking at this list, I love Cam Smith. You gotta love Cam Smith here. I just love rooting for Cam Smith. He's so yeah. He's very easy to root for. Yep, and um, he is coming off a week where he played good once. I think he what tied yeah. for fiftieth or something at, in Canada. I think he's built for these majors too. We've seen it before. You know, he's a players' champ. He's played well at the Masters. He's played well at the Open. Like I think he's he's due for one of these. He's, he's turning in. He's kind of turning into a little bit of a um. Excuse me, a little bit like uh, 20, 2018 Brooks Kapka, where it's like mm-hmm. random PGA Tour events, whatever. When it's like a big one, it's like watch out for Cam Smith. Because he kind of did the same thing at the PGA. He just couldn't make anything on the greens. He just didn't make a single yeah. putt all week long. So he's Here's always a name. Big he's name. Always a name. We haven't talked about yet. Um, Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa plus two thousand. What is he? Uh, I feel like we. I feel like he hasn't done anything this year. But I also feel like I could be way off with that thought. No, I don't. No, I think you're right. I haven't seen his name a bunch. A bunch on the leaderboard. But again, all it takes for him, him is one one good week with the irons, and it's just it's just not over. But he just is just so damn good for, with irons. It's insane. Yeah, he, he's another one. There's just so many good goddamn players out there. It's easy to to forget. Let me see this. He missed the cut Memorial T40 at the Charles Schwab T55 at the PGA T29 at Zurich T26 at the Heritage five at Masters. 68 at Valspar, missed the cut at the players. Uh, then he had T2, T2, T5, T5, T7, second place. <laughs> so he was, he, right. he had, well, like he, lately, since the Masters, nothing really all that impressive. But yeah, over the last couple of months, he hasn't really done anything. That could all change in a four day. I could definitely see, I would, like, if he won Sunday night, I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, Colin Mark Owen. Correct. Yeah. And that would be what his third, third leg of the career Grand Slam, USO, because he yeah, has a PGA and an P- Open. G- that's right. Yeah. What do you think? So I'm just looking at, I have like the top, I think I have the top 20 right in front of me. Odds wise. I'm not looking at my phone. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Burns is another one. I think we already mentioned his name, but he's up there with one of the young guys yet to win a major. That's probably going to be one of the next ones. I think a very interesting name, a very popular pick, a guy that I believe has won at this golf course before, which sounds insane is um fitzy fitzy's won here before i believe he's won at the country club uh us am in 20 oh um 2012 hold on i'm gonna look that up because it is very funny that us am tournament scotty mm-hmm. scheffler was there like the leaderboard was just everybody that we watch play golf now was that yeah let me look it up real quick. Something's tell, something's sticking out to me about Sam Burns this week. Oh no, Cherry Hills. Take that for what, what you will. What year am I looking at here? Something. Some, you like Sam Burns this week? I don't know. I got that could be a that could be a that could be a sneaky second tier pick. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that could be a sneaky like your your number two guy, Sam Burns. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to find this U.S. amateur thing. It's not popping up right away. Xander Shoffley is another name we don't talk about all that. Oh, I still got Justin Thomas I can take. Oh, 2013 U.S. Am. Excuse me. 2013. Yeah, I'm. I'm now. You I want to look. Now that I'm. Now that I know what year it is, I'm going to pull up this um, leaderboard. So the 2013 U.S. Amateur was held at the Country Club. Let's look it up. Maddie Fitzpatrick won. Corey mm-hmm. Connors was up there. Um, 
Scotty Scheffler played in it. Xander Shoffley played in it. Damn. Bryson DeChambeau played in it. Big Big D. Big D. There were some names that played in this thing, which is fun. That's interesting. I didn't know about this patch. Yeah, so Fitzy Fitzy has won Fitzy's won here before. I don't know if you really want to count it because it's like a US I mean USAMs are very impressive. I mean that's like incredible to win a USGA yes. event. Uh let's just go. I'm pulling up his PGA tour profile now so I can look at it while we talk about him. What do you think about we kind of wrote him off before the last major championship because of the surroundings around the greens, but this week is a little bit different because it's really thick rough, which I think helps him a lot because you don't have to be dialed in with your short game. We haven't met what do you think about Victor this week? Victor's another guy, another young kid that might be next yeah. in line for a young major winner. He's another one that's kind of fallen off the map a little bit for me recently. Like I thought, you know, when he, earlier in the season when he had very good performances, I thought he would kind of like take that next step, and I don't think he's taken it yet. Obviously, a win at the U.S. Open this week would. I do like that thought process of uh, of not having not worrying about so much, having so much rougher on the greens because you know, I think he played well at Arnie's place and Bay Hill, um, which is very similar. Was, yeah, you know, he tied, tied for runner, runner up at Arnold Palmer. Yeah, so man, Victor's one of those guys where like it's kind of like Morikawa, right? Or he can be struggling a little bit, but all of a sudden things can click and he can run away with it. So, right. So this is his last start. So, so Valspar T thirty three at the Valspar, T twenty seventh in the Masters, T forty one at the PGA, T twenty one at the Charles Schwab, T fifty one at the Memorial. So like he since he just, since a top ten at the players, he just he's just been making cuts and not playing great is pretty much yeah, what he's been doing. He's got too much talent for those kind of finishes, right? Correct. Like to, to not sprinkle in like a top five anywhere in there, like or a win. Like he just has too much talent for that. And I don't know if the chipping or what, but I'd like I'd love to see him in it because he's so fun and like just like has fun out there. Um but I don't know. I'm not feeling him this week. So we brought up we brought up Fitzy and his history at, at this golf course. T ten at the RBC Canadian Open. He did miss the cut at the Memorial a couple weeks ago. T five at yep. the PGA Championship. Runner up at the Wells Fargo Championship. T fourteen at the Masters. T five at the Valspar. Damn. So he's that's, been playing. He's been playing really good golf, and he's going to a golf course now that he's really comfortable on. So. And uh, accuracy is so important off the tee when you get little Matty Fitch just 280 in the middle of every single fairway. Actually, yeah. I say 280, but he's getting, I don't want to say sneaky long, but I mean, he's averaging 300 off the tee. So he's not like he's crazy short. You know, it's not like Kevin Kisner. Mm-hmm. Like Matty Fitz can get it right. out there a little bit. He's going to be, he's going to be one, I think, to watch this week and could be a, a sneak. Have you picked him this week, uh, uh, this year yet for your no, pool? No, I'm just looking at, no, I think I'm going to take him this week. Cause he could be a sneaky second guy for you. I think is Matty Fitz. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to, he's going to be one of my picks. And you know and me, I've been sh- loving Matty Fitz this year. I bet on him all the time. <laughs> no. I've won a lot of money uh, with Matty Fitz this year. Top twenties. What do you think about Justin Thomas? I think I love Justin Thomas because I think right? he's always been a sneaky. A he's always he's also been a sneaky Boston guy for a while. Mm-hmm. He likes Boston a lot. I'm pretty sure he's a Sox fan. I'm pretty sure. Really good. For, yeah. I know he plays for Tampa now, but he's really good friends with Brady. And he was when he was on the Patriots. Uh, JT sneaky, big Boston guy. And, you know, he's he got that second major, right? Like that frees yeah. him up. Like we was always like, what's he? Yeah, he's gonna win. And so he's he's won that. Like now it's like, all right, game is on. And he played great, obviously yesterday in Canada. You know, ninety-seven birdies in his final round. Um, <laughs> he's pissed off too. Like he's 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 Team Rory, and I think these I think guys like him and Rory are these fiery guys that want to compete and want to just snap on you know step on throats out there. I, I you know I, we're not going out on any limbs by any by any means by saying just thomas could play well at the us open but I, i'm looking forward to seeing what he does here i could go i could go jt and i could go manny fitzpatrick for my two picks and be very very happy what an unbelievable lineup for the week and you brought up you brought up <laughs> and watching going back to the canadian open for a second watching rory and jt like all week because they were paired for the first couple rounds and they were just shooting the shit the entire time they their mm-hmm. embrace on the 18th hole was like long as shit i don't know if you really like yeah. noticed that yeah. but they like hugged for like a long time <laughs> i would i would put 
it's, it's too bad that Rory is a European for the Ryder Cup. I don't know if a, the combo of Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas would lose a match against anybody. I would take them two yeah. against Jesus. any two other players in the world, and I would be yeah. completely fine with that. I don't think you could beat them. No, Give me those two against anybody. I don't care. And did you see JT yesterday on like the, one of the par threes on the back where like Bones was like, just hit it, do what you did in the last par three. He's like, okay. And he hit it like two feet again. Like, God, did yeah. you see when he almost made the ace in Roy? Like yes, in the midst Roy of competition, Roy was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Those two are the and, best. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I hope to God that Rory and JT are in the mix on Sunday next week. It'd be so fun. Oh, God. I hope they get paired again. I hope the USGA pairs them up. I don't know if there's a more fun two golfers to watch right now than Rory and JT. It's going to be fun to see these pairings, too, to see what the – is the USGA going to wake up and choose violence with these pairings? What are, what are we going to get? Correct. Yeah, JT's last couple – I mean, TA at the Masters, T5 at the Byron Nelson, won the PGA, solo third at the Canadian Open. Like, he's just he's just tearing it up. And again, this golf course, yeah. he should be really comfortable at it. He's an unreal iron player. He's going to hit these small, tiny greens. He's got a good short game. If the putter wakes up, he's going to be right there. Um, I, I think JT is a, is a great pick. I'm actually surprised you a, haven't picked JP yet, JT yet. I know. I'm doing a first in our uh, program's history. I'm making my picks live right now on the arm. Justin Thomas Justin and Maddie Fitz are the, I've clicked on the combo. Patrick, and I have hit submit picks. My picks are in. I think that's a great. Let's go. That's an unreal lineup. What great timing yeah. to use those two. Love that. Let's hope so. Let's yeah, hope I love so. that. We got to make a run at this thing. Let's go. God. Those yeah. are two You got anything picks. else? I got I, I to get back on uh, I, I got somewhere I got to be. So you got anything else? Any other names you got? I don't think so. I'm just very excited for this week. It's going to be really fun. Um, it's going to be a great maybe, week. There's so many storylines. There's so much. St- it's it's a U.S. Open. It's just it's a, it's a tremendous week of content. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, maybe we sprinkle in. I'm going to be there, so maybe we can maybe we can do a podcast later in the week. I'm not 100 percent sure how we're going to do it. Maybe a little Friday show. Maybe sprinkle it in for the weekend. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll we'll plan on doing that a Friday show. Maybe late Friday. Yeah, for a little weekend preview, sprinkling in. But everybody, that's it. Uh, so, are you going to pick one of those guys to win? We'll pick a winner right now. Who is it? Justin Thomas. You're going to pick JT. Back to back major champion. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my guy. I think. I think this is the week that Rory gets off a oh, off, off a eight year the eight year hiatus of a major championship. I think he's vibing right now. I'm gonna go with Rory. Folks, you're not going to find a more gutsier golf podcast than this one. We're, yeah, we taking the, the two favorites. Justin Thomas and Rory back right away. The, two betting, for the two betting favorites. The two betting, <laughs> literally, number one and number two on the betting odds. We're taking them. <laughs> we are we are crazy. God, this limb is tiny. All right, folks. Woo! Enjoy, enjoy the U.S. Open at the Country Club. Enjoy the golf course. I don't know if they could be going to a better golf course right now. It looks insane. Can't wait. What a week. What a week. Enjoy it. Uh, we'll probably talk to you on Friday, so I won't say talk to you next Tuesday. Um, enjoy it, everybody. It's going to be awesome. See ya.